Our first, our first reading today is Romans 12, 1 through 2. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. This be the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Hey guys, <laughs> um, I'm Alex Gooden and I am a sophomore at Cedar Park High School. I'm a part of the theater program and I play volleyball outside of school. Um, I've been going to Bethany for my entire life but I started to really get involved and go to MYF around eighth grade. I don't really know what led me to give a sermon today. I don't really like public speaking. Um, <laughs> Jose asked and I just remember singing during MYF and thinking, all right, let's do this. Next thing I know, I'm staring at my computer with the word divergence playing over and over in my head. It took a while, but I finally came up with what divergence means to me. Someone who possesses divergence is someone doing something out of the ordinary. I saw this in the scripture from Romans this morning, specifically in verse two, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It reminds me of myself from the summer before seventh grade to the summer before ninth grade. I was struggling with my faith during this time and I had all of these unanswered questions and I just, put, I just pushed my faith aside and I focused on other things. I kept going on mission trips because they were fun and I got to hang out with my friends and stuff, but I slowly started to feel more sure of my faith, but it wasn't, it wasn't 100%. And then I went on mountaintop for the first time. That trip already has a very um, important meeting to my family, so it was surreal being there. Then on Wednesday during worship, it was like something clicked and I immediately broke down. And Bree was there, we were crying, it was, it was a fun time. <laughs> um, I just felt like I finally felt sure of my faith after two years of questioning everything around me. Um, I really felt the presence of God and I understood that no matter what part of your faith you are in, God is always with you, helping you through the highs and lows of your journey. I think that when you're being divergent and doing something that is out of the ordinary, God will always be with you, transforming your mind and renewing your spirit along the way. So I challenge you to go be divergent and do something different, even when people around you are judging you and know that God will be right by your side. I'm very excited to announce that there is only 68 days until Mountaintop 2019. Yeehaw! <laughs> and I, in about a month, I will be traveling down to Palacios with my wonderful mom to go look at potential job sites for Mission by the Sea this year. I plan to stay involved in the youth program throughout my junior and senior year. After high school, I hope to go to Rice University, fingers crossed, and study the social sciences and continue my faith journey throughout my life. 
Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak and share my faith journey. Next, I invite the wonderful Maddie Summers to share her story of faith. Give her a big round of applause. Hey, y'all. My name's Maddie. I'm a sophomore at Vista Ridge High School, and I'm in the band in FFA. I've been a part of the youth here at Bethany for about two years. And so it's, been, it's like become a second home to me. When Jose asked me to stand in front of the entire church and talk about my faith, I was honestly kind of excited to give something back to the church that has given me so much. I came here from um, First United Methodist Round Rock, and it's a really big campus, and it's a really big church. And I honestly, I got lost in the sea of things, and I didn't really connect with God. And so when I started coming here, everyone was really kind and loving, and I really found my faith here. And so when I think of Divergent, I think about the book series by Veronica Roth. And I think about how much trust Trish showed when she jumped at the beginning of the book into the compound. She had no idea what was down there, but she had blind faith and she just jumped. And so in Romans verse 2, it states, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so when I think of Divergent, I think of going against the flow of the world and being unique. And to me, being unique is my dad, who is 43, and he just became a firefighter. My dad had worked in the education system for 19 years. He worked in Hutto ISD for 14, and then he worked for Leander ISD for four, five. And then two years ago, he started training to become a volunteer firefighter with the intent of trying to get hired on, but not that my sister and I knew that. Um, so when the first round of hiring came around for Leander Fire Department, he applied, but he wasn't hired on. And it really worried me that he didn't make it the first time because like he'd worked so hard to do this and he'd missed so many nights of family time because he was at the fire department training. And my dad would always tell us like, God's got this, have faith, like he has a plan, he'll take care of us. And honestly, my dad was totally right because when the second round of hiring came around, he was hired on and he, he was accepted into the like academy for the eight week training program. And so on March 15th, 2019, my dad graduated from his academy and he became a full-fledged firefighter. And he's actually on shift right now, so prayers for his crew and his safety. And so it was so fun to watch my dad go through this experience because he was like a little kid that sees the fire truck on the street. Like it was, oh my gosh, there's a fire truck, mom, there's a fire truck. Like it was every time, every time we would see a little fire truck toy in the street, it would set him off and he was so excited and like I was so excited for him but it also meant that he would be gone for a lot of things he's on shift 24 hours and then 48 off so we like me and my sister had to like get our minds around the concept that he would be gone for some nights and he'd be missing band concerts and stuff like this and like we understood that it would take sacrifices but we were willing to do it because he was so excited about this and when I went through this experience, I learned so much about like God and his trust, but it really taught me that he will take care of you even when you don't think he's paying attention. And it reminded me of when I went on Mountaintop last summer. And in Mountaintop, you're separated into YRGs, or Youth Renewal Groups. And basically, it's a group of people that you've never met in your entire life, and you're expected to like get along with them really well and like bond and not make it awkward. <laughs> and 
sounds super fun, but it was a great time. And if you don't know me very well, I actually really like talking. <laughs> and I like meeting new people. And I honestly, I thrive on the awkwardness of meeting new people. And so when my YRG got together for the first time, it was really awkward and like no one was talking. It was kind of like, yeah, we don't know any of you. <laughs> I don't even know your names. And I was the first one to like say, like, hi, I'm Maddie, I'm from Bethany. And it really broke the ice and it made my YRG bond really fast. And by the end of the week, I had four of my, like I, I had four of the new like best friends I've ever had and two adults that I could really trust with anything. And I think that my ability to go against like the normalcy of meeting new people and it being awkward and shy like really helped us become so close so fast. And I know it takes a leap of faith to just go out and talk to new people, not knowing what the response will be, but you just have to trust that God's got a plan and will lead you to the people that will be touched by your story the most. And so I challenge us as a church and as a body of Christ to try and have faith and trust in him. Remember that everything you do is important to him and you will be, he will be there every step of the way, no matter what. Thank you and please give it up for Wesley. Hi, I'm Wesley Stetson. Most of you specifically at this service probably know me because I've been going to this church my entire life and coming to the 815 service my entire life, <laughs> along with my whole family, all my siblings. Right now I'm a senior at Rouse High School. I go to Vista Ridge High School for Naval Junior ROTC, and I'm a garden associate at the Home Depot. So I grew up homeschooled, and my whole family was homeschooled, me and all my siblings. So my whole community was in the church, being active in the church. On Sunday mornings, I would come, especially in middle school, and we'd have church, and then Sunday school, and then choir in the afternoon, and Bible study, and then Wednesdays would be uh, youth group. So I was very involved, and I had a good community with everyone in youth group and in the church, and that sort of replaced like friends that I would have in public school or anything from that. Then I started going to a charter school in eighth grade and sophomore year, I got a job at Freddy's and I started working all the time as much as I could get. And I had to take Mondays off for scouts so I would work pretty much any other chance and that didn't leave a lot of times for youth or to come to church and be active. So I, I really fell out of that community that I had and I became very inactive. And not having that community and I, and I didn't have a whole lot of friends outside of the church as well. I had some at school, but you know, not like the same tight-knit group. That caused me to lose really my sense of community and direction uh, in what I wanted to do with my life. And I started to grow away from God and that kind of started a bad cycle where I would grow away and then it would cause me to want to go to church less and so I'd become more inactive and then I would grow farther away from God and it was just a really, really bad time. Then in junior year is when I became old enough to start going to Brotherhood, which is the upperclassmen discipleship group that we have. And I went to that with my friends and that was good. I would go to that on Wednesday nights. That was led by Todd Jones, who used to be a leader in the youth group, and Jose. But then, halfway through my junior year, Todd left, 
and I hadn't really, I hadn't really made a connection with Jose yet that year, so I let, so I didn't really feel the draw, I didn't really feel drawn to go back to Brotherhood, and I would start picking up more shifts and start working again. And then this, the second semester of junior year was when I really felt the farthest away. I didn't know what I was going to do after school, and I didn't know where I was with my faith, so I didn't really feel comfortable praying to God. I felt like I felt like all it was was asking for things that I didn't really deserve, so I didn't really like to do it. And I didn't really do anything meaningful with the church over the summer. I just did some, you know, of the fun activities and nothing really that was important or being active. Then from my junior year to senior year, I transferred to Rouse High School, where I'm at now, which is the charter school founders that I was at was very small. There were about 40 people in my class, and now I go to Rouse, which has about 400 people in the senior class, so it's a little bit bigger. Um, I started doing NJROTC there, which was really good because it allowed me to, it made the transition easier. That was a smaller group of people that I could sort of have a community with, and I really started to make a, an effort to go back to Brotherhood on Wednesdays. And I've been going to Brotherhood the whole senior year, staying active, and that's really helped a lot. And it was the community that I needed. And so then I had the community from Brotherhood and ROTC and the direction from ROTC. I started thinking about you know, what I wanted to do after high school, started thinking about the Navy, because you know, I was around a bunch of Navy people. And then one day in ROT, in, uh, not in ROTC, in Brotherhood, we studied a Bible verse. We were, studying, we were looking at Romans 7, four, verses 14 through 25. I've picked out uh, verse 18 in the middle of that. I feel like it sums it up. It says, for I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. And it basically says the same thing for 10 verses. And, but it, it's saying that that we have the spiritual side of us has to struggle with the desires of our earthly body because we're not perfect and so we have to overcome earthly desires and really be rooted in the spirit and this this also shows that we're different from other people who aren't Christians we're the same as them in that we're all you know we're all humans and we're all sinners but we're different in that we have that spirit in us that allows us to do what God wants us to do, and what we want to do and need to do. And this verse really surprised me because it essentially said that Paul was in the same boat as I was. And he, I, when I was falling away, I, I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to have some big, some, some experience where, like, all of a sudden I'm, I'm back in the church and my faith is perfect and it's some miracle. But God... God blinded Paul in the middle of the road and said, hey, you're going to serve me. And then he still struggled after that. So this really showed me that even that I'm probably not going to have, you know, one of those moments. And even if I do, I'm still going to continue to struggle after that and that it's okay. And it doesn't mean I'm not a good Christian or I don't have good faith. So that really helped me and motivated me to continue and coming to Brotherhood sort of had the reverse of that cycle from earlier. I would be more active in church, and that would 
cause me to grow closer to God, and then I would want to be more active in church. And over this year, I've started to feel comfortable praying again to God and trying to have a conversation. I, I'm still getting the listening part down and, and the two-sided part, but I'm working on that. Last weekend, I enlisted in the United States Navy, and so this summer, I will either be going to boot camp to work in the nuclear field in the Navy, or I'll be going to college uh, and doing Naval ROTC and that to go in as an officer after college. Either way, whatever I choose, I'll once again be away from this church community that has really been what I needed throughout my entire high school career and, well, my entire life. So I'm going to struggle again afterwards, to, and I'm going to need a lot of faith in God, and I will try to find a new community, and that's what I'll, that's what I'll have to struggle with to be different after high school. Thank you. And now we'll have Bree, a sermon from Bree. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Bree Vidic, and I'm a junior at Vista Ridge High School and will be attending Angelo State University with my best friend to pursue my soccer career and get my degree. I've been going to Bethany since third grade, and I've been a part of the youth program since I was old enough to attend. When I started to think about what Divergent meant to me, honestly, the first thing I thought about was myself. If you ask anyone, they would describe me as quirky or different, but we all know what that means. <laughs> but other, other than me being goofy, I also have a divergent faith journey. Everyone's life and faith is divergent, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Not one human is the same. My faith journey started off really rocky. When I was six, my one-year-old brother passed away from SIDS, which stands for Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. I like to consider myself a strong Christian, but losing my brother has become the biggest mountain in my life that I have climbed for the past 11 years. And this is the story on how I finally made it to the top. I wanna to start off by rereading Romans chapter 12, verse one through two again. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So I like to consider myself a strong-minded person. Some people call it stubbornness, but again, I give myself the benefit of the doubt. Being so strong-minded has taken a toll on my faith journey. In the verse, it uses the words, transformed by the renewing of your mind. I thought I didn't need a transformation, like of course I had my struggles, but I believed I was already a strong enough Christian. I was performing well at school and soccer. I attended Sunday school, youth group, homework and hangout, and sisterhood. I was already signed up for mission trips, and I was even going to be a junior counselor at one. I was already mentoring kids with their faith, so I didn't need a transformation. Well, that mindset all changed, February 24th, 2019. On this day, my youth group was going to see Run the Race, which is a movie about two brothers' life and their journey in finding God. I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say I'm an emotional wreck at the end. Let me tell you, not a pretty sight. After a pit stop at Dairy Queen for comfort food with one of my friends, I was headed home. 
I was playing what I like to call my Jesus jams. This movie was making me feel so many emotions. It was making me question my entire faith. Was I really a living sacrifice to God? As I was pulling into my neighborhood, the song I Surrender by Hillsong came on. Here I am, down on my knees, I pray, surrendering all, surrendering all. Thoughts just started to flood my head when I heard that first line. I started to realize God wasn't number one on my list. I had school, soccer, boys, social media, whatever, what other people thought about me on the high shelf while God was tucked away in my pocket. You could bet your bottom dollar I'm jumping around and screaming the lyrics during worship, but God was there, but he didn't have all of me. By this time, I'm sobbing, like, out of confusion with everything that was happening. I felt lost, but not alone. I pulled into my driveway and let the song finish. In that moment, I just yelled out, I surrendered and listened. Not in my 17 years of going to church and mission trips have I ever heard God talk to me more. <laughs> Memories of every time I've ever questioned or struggled with my faith was going through my head. The reoccurring questions that I had struggled with, like, what's my purpose? Why was my brother taken off this earth so early? Do you really have a plan for me? All these questions were all answered in that moment without an answer, because the only thing I needed to do is trust God with all my heart. And that's exactly what I started to do. I put God in the number one spot. I had all of him, and he had all of me. And that 15-minute drive home, I was transformed by the renewing of my mind. I was now different, divergent. If you Google the definition of divergent, it says that it means to be different or develop in a different direction or way. I thought my faith was fine and thriving, but just got turned upside down because I finally just listened. For the first time, I felt being called to do something. I hadn't really figured out what happened that night. I just knew I needed to share it. I was starting to develop in my own way. Now I'm here two months later doing the thing God told me to do that night. I live life with God on top and it feels so good. Finally, having all my heart and trust into him has affected my life in all aspects, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. I'm beyond excited to go on mission trips this summer and continue to live knowing I have surrendered everything to God. I'm happy and proud to say I've had my it moment with God and I've climbed to the peak of my mountain in my own way. I am now able to look down at everything around the mountain and see all the ways God was there for me to help along the way. It's truly beautiful to understand and see the way God works through other people. I now look to God first for whenever there's a stressful test, when I'm feeling lost, and even when I'm hap my happiest. Now it's time for you to really think if you have God as your number one. Just take some time to open your ears, heart, and mind, and listen. Not everyone's faith journey is going to be the same. Be proud of your own divergent path you take. Thank you for the opportunity for letting me speak to y'all today. <laughs> um, now will y'all please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for being with all the youth today as we lead worship. Please just fill everyone's heart in this room with vulnerability so they can truly ask themselves if they are a living sacrifice to you. We know we are never alone, and we thank you for that. I pray that the people that spoke today were able to have an impact on the people's lives in this room. Give everyone strength and patience to be divergent in their faith and climb to the mountain that they have in their life. In your name we pray, amen.